Hello and welcome to Rogue Chronicles, where we get down and dirty to discuss the villains of pop culture. And today we are going to be talking about a relatively unknown villain, uh, especially compared to some of the others we've covered. But we're going to be talking about Roy slash Aaron from the film Primal Fear. And joining me today is Liam Hall. Hello, Liam. My boys, my boys, my boys. I'm so happy to be back on this podcast with Mr. Carpus. And I mean, Carl, you know I love to get down and dirty. Oh, I, I, I do. Know first, I do. You know from first-hand experience. <clears throat> but, um, so for once, this is an obscure pick, which isn't mine. So you, you, you take the leaf out of my, my book. <laughs> I thought, if you could do it, so can I, damn it. Oh, you, you, you just had to challenge me. You, you, you couldn't let me do my own thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it, it, I, I had fun with this one. It was, um, it was nice to kind of experience like a new... Cause I, I haven't really watched much courtroom dramas, so this was quite a new experience for me. Yeah, I quite like courtroom dramas. I find them quite intriguing. Mm. Um, if they're done well, I mean, I don't watch them all, but yeah, this one's one of my favourite films. Um, Primal Clear starring uh, Richard Gere. It was a Richard Gere vehicle um, out in 1996. Um, before you were born, would this be? Uh, yes, just a, just a year before I was born, yeah. So, um but yeah, yeah, he's um, a vehicle for him. Um, he, but um, and and he, I think a few times he does get into Top Gear, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, he was quite a um, quite a big actor back in the in the nineties. Was Richard Gear? Mm. I I think this is the only the second only film I've seen him in besides uh, Pretty Woman. I think I can't think of another film I've seen him in. A few good men. I never actually watched that, no. Oh, oh no, is it for you, good man? Well, officer and Gentleman, sorry, is the one I meant. Sorry, scratch that. Oh, okay. No, I... Getting, I, me, I, getting me films mixed up there. No surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so t- t- tell me a bit more about the plot of this film. So, basically, um, a young lad... Um, Played by Edward Norton, he's um, accused of killing. Uh, I think it's a bishop. Yes. Um, Richard Gere sees is a lawyer. He sees footage of um, a chase as a chase as a hunting down uh, their their suspect, um, Roy uh, slash Aaron. Um, it intrigues him. And he decides to take on his case pro bono, uh, which is for free, if you don't know what that is. And, um, yeah, he, he decides to defend him. Um, he, he, he's pretty convinced he's innocent to start off with for some reason. I don't know 100% why he's so convinced he's innocent, but... He just... Yeah. Well, he, he's kind of charmed into it, isn't he? Or um, by, by, by Roy, so to speak. But, yeah, um, Aaron, Aaron starts off as a very shy, introverted lad. You wouldn't think he'd hurt a fly. He's got, he's got a stutter. He's, um, um, yeah, very 
very very sort of shy and introverted would you say yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's a very good description of him. It's, it's honest, like from that description, he almost sounds a bit like me, and I guess a bit like me, he has some something a bit more sinister going on underneath. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was very interesting. And this was Norton's film debut, right? Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, and it's a, a really good performance. And said out loud, it sounds exactly like you, actually. <laughs> 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 but uh, but we find out when he's. Um, pushed a bit too far he snaps and a, a split personality comes to the fore which is uh, the Roy character which is a lot more aggressive um, to the point of not really giving a, a shit what he, he says or does um, it's, it's almost like um, he's spent all his life bottling everything up from uh, years of uh, abuse and being mistreated and whatnot, and this has caused all that to come out in a in another personality. Or, 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 or at least so it appears. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, eventually this this comes out in in court in his trial, and um, they decide he's sick, and uh, they go for a mistrial, don't they? In the end. Yeah, and he, yeah. He, he he um he gets sentenced to insanity, which I think is two years, isn't it, or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Um, Richard, Richard Gere is obviously very pleased with himself, and we have a bit of a conversation. Some of it I've um, I've transcribed actually. Yeah, I'll be paraphrasing a little bit because. Uh, mm. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Should, should, should we act it out? Um... I mean, we can do if you want. Can you remember the lines, though? Oh no, I, 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 I assumed you scripted it out, so never mind. You, 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 how about how about you play both both characters yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, if we thought about this before, I could have sent you a photo. I could have sent you a photo of it, and we could have we could have done it. But oh, damn it! Well, ne- next time, next time. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> oh well, never mind. Yeah. And anyway, sorry. So you, you you were saying, bro. So Will says um, to Martin Vale, which is Richard Gere's character, not Vale, sorry, Roy or Aaron, whoever you want to believe it is at this point. Says, "Will you tell Miss uh, Venable I'm sorry? Will you tell her um, I hope her neck is okay?" Martin Vale, walking back into the prison. Says, how do you remember that? You black out, so how do you know about her neck? Just like pause, Roy claps, and he says, oh, good for you, Martin. I was going to let you go, but it doesn't matter. You hear it from who you hear it from. The story is the same. I yeah. have to I had to kill Linda, Mr. Vale. That C word got what she deserved, but cutting up that SOB bishop, that was just a work of art. Uh, Martin Vale clearly pissed off, says, you, you are good. And <laughs> Roy concedes, but I did get caught, didn't I? <laughs> um, vale responds with, so... So there never was a Roy. 
<laughs> Roy responds, Jesus Christ, Marty, if that's what you think, I don't mind telling you I'm disappointed. There never was an Aaron counsellor. And then he proceeds to mock Vale as he leaves the court. So, so that was like the twist. He, uh, he wasn't actually um, schizophrenic was his personality. He, he, was, he was the bastard Roy all along. And Aaron was the pretense to try and get people on his side and help him get away with this murder he committed. Mm. Well, first of all, I think we have to give a round of applause for that performance, um, Carl. I, I, I thought you really encapsulated the character there. That's an Oscar-winning performance, I know. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely say so. So this is a kind of weird kind of thing that, like, I've been thinking about since the film. I, I don't know if I'm kind of overthinking about this and maybe it's unfair to kind of look at, look at plot holes. But part of me wonders, like, if he was so smart, why would he take the risk of, you know, getting caught and trying to plead insanity? If it feels like he's he's really tempting fate here, and unless he kind of he, he kind of gets off on this, which could be the case in fairness. It might be, or you know, uh, these aren't his first these aren't his first murders, and he he's got a bit cocky. Or uh, he thought he he believed he was on his own, and uh, somebody entered the room after yeah, he committed uh, after he committed the murder, who he wasn't expecting to be there. Yeah, I, I, I guess it is kind of hard to say. It's um, but yeah, I I I don't know. Maybe I am just kind of overthinking it, just just ever so slightly. But, well, I mean, no film's perfect. I mean, every, pretty much every film, if you analyse it deep enough, you'll find plot holes or uh, holes in logic that don't quite make sense. But mm. you know, it's it's film. At the end of the day, you have you have to allow for um, a few sort of holes in logic to make the films work. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, and I, I guess this is kind of like this is kind of this is kind of a part of it when you have these kind of twists. It kind of invites you to look back over the film and trying to see like small hints of it, perhaps where they slipped up. You know, it's. I think that's always a thing with twi- twists, and especially twist villains. Which, if we ever come to some other films that we've been talking about, I, I think it would be interesting to kind of compare it to this. But um, something I really like about this film is kind of the relationship with Richard Gere's character and kind of what he brings out in this defence lawyer. Because, you know, at the start of the film, he's very selfish, he's very arrogant, um, and he, you know, he's happy to defend anyone, you know, even if they have done it. Um, yeah, his mantra is he, he doesn't ask if they're, if they're guilty or not. Uh, that sort of allows him to defend them without feeling too much guilt. But... Um, I imagine deep down he knows most of his clients are, are guilty by the signs of it. Yeah. So, and and it's quite interesting that this is one who he completely believes is innocent, and it kind of it it kind of makes him a bit more determined, and he 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 develops a kind of sense of morality, which I think is a really interesting way to kind of go about this, because I think 
with a film like this, I think it could very easily just be a run-of-the-mill kind of, you know, court case drama. And it, it could just be like, you know, throw it away, it's, it's fine. But I, I, I quite like the kind of interplay between them and a kind of how it changes um, Vale. That's the name, right? Isn't it Vale? Yeah, Martin Vale. Yeah, Martin Vale, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what, so, so what do you think are the strengths of, of, um, Roy slash, um, slash Stambler? Um, I don't know, I think, I think his strengths are, he, he's very, he's obviously very manipulative and he even fills his therapist who does admit in court that she's not exactly an expert on split personalities and schizophrenia, but he, he was able to convince her enough that his condition was real. And on, um, on rewatch, there's a bit where he's um, in the like, office with the therapist, paid by Francis McDermott. So it's a, mm-hmm. got a great cast, this film. And oh, it's brilliant, yeah. Th- there's a camera in the room, and he, he just for a brief second he, he clocks the camera, so I think that on the rewatch is a sign that perhaps all isn't what it it seems when he flips into Roy. Yeah, yeah, there's there's, there's definitely kind of small hints here and there. Um, but that, obviously that that's not a mistake. That's like a a purpose a purposely film bit. Uh, as I say, as he clocks the camera just before he has his sort of first flip out, and on first watch, you probably think nothing of it, but on, on a rewatch, it, it does sort of make you wonder. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's what I like about films, like as you said before, that have either a twist ending, whether it's to do with um, a good guy who's actually being a villain or or something. You you can. You can rewatch the film, and you'll perhaps see little hints and things that give it away earlier. And you think, oh, of course, like the Sixth Sense is a good example. When the mm. boots were dead, when you rewatch the film, you realise he's interacting with all these people, but nobody's actually interacting him with him back. Yeah, bizarrely, kind of implied. Bizarrely, you don't really notice on the first watch through, but watching it. A second time, it all becomes so obvious. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of something I kind of had a bit of a weakness with this film to a certain extent. Because I, because I, I, I think it's worth mentioning. I kind of knew the twist um, before going in, even though I hadn't seen the film. So I, I was kind of looking out for kind of small little bits here and there. But it wasn't. I, I kind of wish there was a bit more, or a bit more to kind of set it up. I, I don't know if that's just me being too critical, though. Mm, I don't know on that. Um, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm on the fence on that one, to be honest. But yeah, because I, I saw it pretty much when it when it first came out, because uh, I'm old enough to have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see this. I didn't see the twist coming at all until the end. Obviously, nowadays. I know, but yeah, I was, I was. I always think it's good when you see a, a film that has a twist. You see it when it first comes out or close to, um, and you're surprised by the end. It does sort of spoil films like that a little bit when 
um, you're watching it a bit a bit late and you've already heard about what happened in it because it is quite a famous film. Um, mm. I know Alan, Aaron Roy Stampler isn't like a, a staple of a, a staple villain like a Darth Vader, but it, it's still um, one of Ed, Ed Norton's uh, most notable roles. And it, it's, you know, it's a film that has stood the test of time. Mm, and it's definitely, it's definitely like a noticeable twist. Like, it's it's a twist that is very, um, it's very well done. And, it, yeah. and you know, yeah. and, and the film is known for making this twist very well done. Because I imagine at the time this must have been quite, uh, probably quite shocking. Yeah, I mean, as you said, from um, from the offset, it just seems like a pretty normal humdrum court drama, a well done one, but mm. you know, the, 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 the twist sort of um, almost makes it in a way. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird um, thing though, because I, for this film, I don't really find Roy the most interesting part. I kind of find the stuff with um, the Archbishop and the corruption and basically all the kind of normal um, law drama stuff, I, I kind of find that sometimes a bit more of a more interesting part of it. Uh, I mean, the mental health kind of stuff is quite interesting. Um, but, I mean, it, it is just a very well done film as well, so I, 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 maybe that's not completely fair. But do, do, do you know what I kind of mean? Yeah, definitely. And there is a there is a slight argument that the bishop had it come in because they find this, like, quite a graphic porn video. He's He's obviously made um, making um, Aaron and his girlfriend do things on camera. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that is very true. So, so here's a question for you: Do you think he was born like this? Do you think he developed like the character? Do you think he is insane? Like, like I, it's weird. I, I don't know. Really, I don't really know how this kind of character would come out. Like I, I like, was he born this bad? I I, I don't know. It's, stuff stuff about the background doesn't really quite fit with who he is, which isn't necessarily a bad thing at all. But yeah, well, I think he has had a a pretty shitty life, and it hasn't caused like um, hasn't actually caused a, men, uh, a mental illness in the form of schizophrenia, but it has made him into quite a nasty piece of work. Yeah, that is true. Which doesn't excuse what, you know, does not excuse him what he's done. And, um, yeah, I think he is just quite a, a malevolent person who, the way he talks about it at the end, takes enjoyment out of um, killing and hurting lovers. Because, mm. you know, in those final bits of dialogue with Martin Vale towards the end, he's, he seems quite proud of what he's done. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's very um, it, it's very interesting for sure. I mean, how does it for you after that sort of end reveal? How does that change the shape of the the character for you? Because um, he's quite sympathetic throughout most of the film until yeah. he's got a big reveal at the end, isn't he? Yeah, well, that is the thing. For the most part, I I kind of wanted him to kind of get through, um, even if I kind of. 
knew that um, he wasn't going to be sympathetic at the end. But I, I, I kind of, I, I, I think I don't know if it, I don't know why, but I kind of feel a bit. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to know more. Like, like I want to know, like, when did he kind of become this? Like, was he born like this? Because if he was born like this, would he done the things he did? Is it because of the archbishop? abuse i kind of wish there was a bit more answers to that because i don't really quite i don't quite believe it completely mm. I, I i don't know if that makes any sense at all but no uh it does a little bit yeah i i, I don't know i am under the impression these aren't the first murders he's committed personally yeah that, 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 that makes sense but um yeah it, 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 a good film overall and i i definitely enjoyed it yeah, yeah, it's definitely same here. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the, that's the trouble. It's sort of unfortunately slightly spoiled for you in a sense because you already knew what the twist was going to be, and did it play out exactly how you heard it had? Uh kind of. Well, I, I I assumed it would it would happen at the end. I've seen the image of him, like his face in between the bars kind of taunting him and I, I always kind of I always quite liked that shot um, yeah it's I think that's quite shot. famous shot. yeah um but yeah I I, I do like that I, I do like this kind of twist I mean there's like I said there's other films that kind of do things similar that kind of come after this so it's definitely influential in that way um but yeah I, I don't know I don't like it as much as those other twists but I I, I appreciate it for its influence mm. and I think it's a very nice ending for the film. But I quite like the uh ambiguity of not really knowing if he's how he's like this or if he's always been um such a nasty piece of work right as I, I said before another mm. podcast I'm not a big fan of having to have tons of backstory and knowing why someone's like they are it's, it's, I was like, um, you know, to be able to use you know, my imagination and have these sort of discussions to why we think he's like like he is. Yeah, that, 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 that is a very good point in fairness. I didn't really think of that um, before. Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually going to take back what I said. The ambiguity does kind of help in that way. But it sort of, it ends as well with... Um, Scared character, sort of at the side of the road, feeling quite sort of sorry for himself. So it is, even though he has got put away for a little bit, Roy, the the bad guy has most definitely won in this film, which I always like. I always get a bit bored of the the good guys prevailing all the time. I think it's nice to mm. nice to sometimes end on a on a sombre note. Yeah, absolutely. Um... So I, I I don't have a huge amount more to say about the film. To be honest, um, do, do, do you have any any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I think we've covered pretty much what we need to. He's not like um, a character that transcends through different series or other films, so um, there isn't going to be a huge amount to to say compared to some of the others we've covered. So uh, probably right that we get onto our. Uh, use your score, and even though compared to some, he's probably going to be in the relegation zone, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, it's still worth doing. Yeah, somebody, absolutely. somebody's got to be there. Some someone's got to be West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, 
Damn it, you stole a joke before I could. I can't believe it. You know Reese is never going to listen to it anyway, but... No, you know, absolutely the, not. The jokes, the jokes got to be made nonetheless. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of makes me think I maybe should take a piss out of them a bit more, but we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll do that next time. <laughs> um, all right, so um, for, for, I guess first category is fear factor. What are you saying in terms of fear factor? I, I, I think for me, it's probably going to be quite low. Yeah, he's not exactly super scary, is he? Especially mm. when he's perhaps maybe a, a two or a three. I think I'm personally going to go for a four, just because I think the Roy character is kind of yeah, uh, yeah. When he snaps and he he gets um, he gets that um, prosecutor lawyer in and um, quite a nasty sort of headlock, doesn't he? Yeah, and he is kind of he, he is threatening in that way, but. Um... Uh, I think I'm going to go for, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. I think I'm going to go for a three, personally. Yeah, I'll go for a three as well. Yeah, e- even if they, there are some nice kind of shots. Um, but yeah, all right. Um, so next one is complexity of character. Well, what are you saying for this? No, I think there, I think there is a bit of complex, you know, Complexity to his character there. I mean, he's very manipulative. He, um, that there is, I think there is more, even though he was just uh, playing as a character, as the scared character Aaron, there's, there's definitely more going on uh, behind those eyes for me. Mm. So I'm thinking perhaps the seven. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go for seven as well. He's not as. Um... As, as deep as some of the other characters, but I, I still think there is something there which kind of could be explored a bit more. And I think you can kind of, you can kind of imagine a lot more as well. I think. Mm. Um, so impact on pop culture. I think I'm maybe gonna go for a six because you kind of do see the kind of twist villain kind of you, you see it in in further ninety nineties films that kind of come. So I, I wonder if this was kind of a bit of an influence on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say a seven. I think it has had influence on all the films. I mean, you hadn't even seen the film. You were born after it came out, and mm. and you still knew about the twist ending. Yeah, so, and I, so that, that tells me it's had a that tells me it's had a decent amount of impact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now I think this is going to be a category which is, I, I think it's going to be quite, quite hard to quantify. But power and threats. Um, what, 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 what do you say? Well, as we saw in the courtroom, he definitely does pose a and and uh, an exchange with Martin Vale because he does get quite physical with him at one point, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, hitting him and roughhousing him a bit. So I think also, he... his mind as well, I think, is also is very mm. powerful and threatening as well. Yeah, exactly. He was, he, you know, it was quite um, quite interesting how he was able to pull the wool over so many people's eyes. To be honest. Mm. Yeah, so there's, definitely, uh, there's definitely a talent and a and a threat in that. So again, I'm I'm probably looking at a seven again, actually. Yeah, I think I'm personally going to go for a six, but I, I think I could very I could very easily give it a seven as well. I'm kind of flitting between the two. Um, yeah, no, he, he yeah. definitely has something there. Um, aesthetic. It's a bit of a difficult one as well to kind of quantify, but I think I'm going to go for. I think I'm maybe going to go for six because I think he portrays this kind of innocent character very well. 
and when he transforms into into the kind of Roy character, I think the performance, the facial expressions of um, Edward Norton are very are very well done. So even if it's not technically what's you know traditionally considered aesthetic, I think I'm going to go for a six. What about you? Probably a five. Um, I think about halfway is about about fair. He's um, yeah, looks pretty much looks pretty unassuming, but that does work for for what he's you know trying to do and get away with. And it's it's part of his look that helps pull the wool over people's eyes, like Martin Vale, because he he looks at him and sees someone who couldn't possibly have committed those murders. Hmm. Yeah, that that is true. So um, I I think those are all five categories. Um. And we now have a new leader at the bottom. Um, <laughs> so for Roy slash whatever you want to call him, he is fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Over halfway, it's still a it's still a respectable score to be to be fair. Yeah, he, he, he's not he's not a terrible villain by any means. Yeah, it's just um. Well, yeah, and just, I, I think he's with illustrious company. In fairness. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a pretty good villain. I mean, he he, he committed murder. He was found covered in blood, and he he still managed to more or less get away with it. So uh, he certainly isn't too shabby. No, yeah, he 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 he's done a good job. Good good, good luck to the lads. So um, you know, I I I think fair play. Yeah, definitely. And it was a it was a as in the the realms of the film is concerned it was a definitely an oscar winning performance by aaron slash roy yeah absolutely and um i mean obviously it kind of it launched his career as well so um yeah yeah and also a brilliant performance by ed norton as well and yeah, by absolutely. everyone all and by everyone all around and all honesty yeah i mean jesus well what, what a great cast mm. but um yeah well what, what, what are your plugs mate Give me some plugs. Okay, I shall. You can find me at Carlos underscore fire 80 at Twitter and Instagram. You can find the brand at uh, rogue underscore opinions on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find more podcasts, other episodes of the Rogue Chronicles, at Football Pod, um, Banter Munich, um, all the other guff done by the, the so-called A-Team. You can find all that on Spotify, uh, Anchor, Apple and iTunes, all under the Rogue Opinions banner. And Liam? Uh, you can follow me. I'm not trying to... I'm not, I'm not looking for anything um, bad, don't worry. Um, you, you can... I don't really have any plugs um, again, so you can... I think I did this last time, but um, yeah, support um, <laughs> Mankind, the Mankind Initiative, um, at Mankind, I-N-I-T, on Twitter. And um, yeah, please please support um, male domestic abuse victims. Is, is this because he fell off the hell in a cell and he's, he still needs that help? Maybe, maybe, to be fair. Um, so, I, I, but, you know, at least he's doing some good. Mm, mm. I wonder what he's doing now. But, um, yeah, Carl, it's, it's been a joy to talk to you, as always. Yeah, uh, it has, and um, we shall see you next time. Thank you, and goodbye. Bye.